Thanks for making Gippsland Perspective with David Braithwaite part of your Tuesday morning. This Thursday night, Life FM will air the first episode of a new series, Faith and Fostering, where people of faith chat about foster care to encourage, edify and educate others on the journey. It's produced by ARC Australia and its National Director, Heather Packett, has joined me in the studio to chat about faith and fostering and foster care in general. Heather Packett, welcome to Life FM Gippsland. Thank you very much. Good to be here. For those who don't know, can you explain a little bit about what foster care is? Foster care is when a family or a single brings a child who has been removed from their family um, by the government for various reasons, can be multiple reasons actually, um, brings them into their home and cares for them for a period of time, uh, whether that's short or long. And ARC Australia, what role does it play with foster care? So ARC, um, ARC is an organisation that my husband and I started up about nine years ago. And um, basically what ARC does is we connect in with churches um, all around the country, actually, to try and get the message out about foster care and the need for people to step into care. Um, and then we create support networks for foster carers around the country just to make sure that people have got peer support, they know others who are doing care and they've got someone that they can pick up the phone and say, hey, can you help me with this? I'm, you know, this kid's driving me nuts. I need some advice or help or just somebody to walk the journey with me. So sort of twofold. We advocate for people to step into care and we support those who do. So what motivates people to become foster carers? Oh gosh, that's a um, that's a massive question. There's, <laughs> there's actually a ton of different things that motivate people. Um, I actually think it's an inherently um, kind of faith-based thing. Uh, a lot of people who are in care are not Christians, are not um, faith-based carers, but um, most of the people who we connect with are encouraged to do that because they carry the Father heart of God and they just want to see kids step into care. Uh, they want to see um, families step into care and make sure that the kids that God cares about are cared about. So they see themselves as being his hands and feet. Um, they want to be able to respond to kids who really, I mean, every single foster child who goes into the system is there because they do not have agency of their own. They've been placed there against their wishes. They don't. They haven't made a choice um, and so somebody needs to advocate for them and care for them and look after them and give them a safe place to live um, and a safe place to grow up and hopefully a future and a hope. Um, so people who step into care really just want to see these kids thrive in society and get to the stage where they're adults and they can be well-adjusted individuals who can contribute to society and raise kids themselves. Uh, and that's the ultimate goal, yeah. So has the need for foster care increased over the years in recent yeah, years? Yeah, yeah, it really has. Um, there's currently about 48,000 kids in out-of-home care across the nation, uh, which basically means 48,000 kids who will, will not be in their biological parents' home tonight. Um, doesn't mean to say that they're all there long-term. Uh, and the goal of foster care is actually to reunify children in any way that, that, can, be, that can happen back to a safe environment. But um, at the moment, yeah, 48,000 kids nationwide, 23,000 carers. So there's a massive gap. Um, and a lot of those kids are, you know, you have multiple kids in one home. But um, there's a huge gap and there's an enormous need for people to step in. And then just to support those who are already in the foster care system so that they can stay there and do their job really well and have some longevity, perseverance and just be able to cope because uh, it's a pretty challenging environment. Obviously, there's a lot of challenges, Yep. but there's also a lot of positives. Can yep. you sort of go through some of those 
areas? Yeah. So the challenges, um, there are a, a heap of challenges. Pretty much every single child who, who comes into the care system is traumatised in some way. Just even being removed from a family, your family of origin, even if it was a place of um, neglect or trauma of some kind, that within itself is traumatising. And then being placed into a family uh, of strangers um, brings with it challenge. And so pretty much every child who comes into the foster care system uh, comes with baggage, um, with challenge and trauma and difficulty, and, um, and so they need loving care. And that's going to bring with it behavioural issues sometimes, it's going to bring with it just even uh, a need for training to understand how to be able to cope with the, the trauma that you're dealing with. Um, but the positives are that um, kids who come into care actually find safety and security, or at least that's what we're hoping for, that they'll find safety and security, that they'll find a place where they can belong, that they can have a family that love them, and hopefully they'll have a a different future and a different hope. We want to see families break cycles of um, what might have been something that's gone on for generations, you know, uh, generations of neglect or generations of um, substance abuse or that kind of thing, to be able to get a child into a family or into a, a situation where that cycle can be broken and they won't continue on for generations to come along the same roads. And we've certainly seen that happen a number of times. We've seen many devastating um, examples as well where that's not the case. Um, but, you know, the stories that we love and gravitate toward, and I think anybody would, are the ones where we see a family just do the hard yards and then we see this child's life completely turned around um, and a well-adjusted adult who's having kids of their own. Um, a number of stories that we actually have of, of people who've come through the foster care system themselves and then um, gotten married and now they're foster carers and they're taking in kids because they want to give back. So, um, yeah, that's the ultimate sort of hope and goal is to see lives genuinely changed, dramatically changed and, uh, and kids given a totally different trajectory for their life. Those stories and those issues are discussed in uh, Faith and Fostering, which we're very proud to be airing on uh, Life FM. Yeah, yep. So um, we discuss all of these issues on faith and fostering um, from having devotions that are specifically sort of designed to speak to the needs of foster carers, um, right through to asking hard questions about, you know, how you deal with trauma or um, a lot of a lot of the, um, the times that we connect with people, we just ask them their story. We want to find out how have you journeyed through foster care, what's it been like for you, tell us some stories about, um, you know, hopefully um, not um, sharing too much stuff that's that's confidential, but enough to be able to help other carers and people who are interested in caring for carers and supporting carers understand what the journey's like and, and giving them tools to be able to move on um, and keep at it and persevere in the hard times, yeah. We'll hear more from Heather Packett from ARC Australia shortly on Gippsland Perspective. You're listening to Gippsland Perspective with David Braithwaite on 103.9 Life FM. Heather Packett from ARC Australia is still with me in the studio. Through things like ARC Australia and Faith and Fostering, a foster carer is sort of seeing how big a community there is out there that can share resources and share ideas. And Yeah, that's well, that's one of the reasons that we started it up. 
There are so many carers around the country who feel alone and isolated, and um, we and really ARC wants to gather those people together into local kind of community networks so that they can connect and they feel like they've got someone who's walking the journey with them. But then there's a whole ton of people around the country who don't have anyone, anyone that they can talk to. And so, uh, yeah, Faith and Fostering is being broadcast all over the country so that people can connect and say, um, you know, somebody knows my story, somebody hears me, somebody recognises the journey that I'm walking through and wants to speak into that. And, um, yeah, so that's that's kind of what we're about and what we're hoping to build so that there's a feeling of connection. I'm part of big, something bigger than myself. There are other people on this journey who are doing the same thing as me and I've got others who are going to bat for me. So that's our goal, yep. So um, are you able to tell us a little bit about your involvement and experience in foster caring? Yeah, so our journey, my husband and my journey started, oh gosh, um, well over a decade ago. Uh, we were actually interested in intercountry adoption, and so we put our hands up for an information session. Um, and when we headed into our interview for intercountry adoption, we discovered the need for foster care in Australia. We had no idea how big the need was. Um, and we carried on along the path of intercountry adoption because that's that's sort of where we felt called. We we wanted to make a home for a child who would not find a home in foster care or adoption in their country um, due to um, special needs of some kind. And so we sat in that um, for nine years waiting. It's incredibly expensive. It's incredibly long. And finally, the country closed. Um, but during that time, that was when we felt we really needed to start up ARC because as we looked around our local church, we discovered that there were very few people involved in foster care. We couldn't understand why. I mean, there's some, some reasons that you can kind of plainly see the way that the church has dealt with kids in the past and the history of the church with kids in this nation is awful. Um, so you can kind of understand that. But in a large church that we belonged to, there were very few people who were involved in foster care and we, we couldn't understand that. And so we started to look a little bit further afield and we discovered that really the amount of people, faith people, uh, who have um, who have involvement in foster care was very, very few and we couldn't find any Christian organisations who were involved in, in foster care. So, um, so that's why we started that up and we just wanted to make sure that there was a network of people who were growing. And through that, obviously... Um, as we connect people together in community, we've got some families who are doing long-term care, some who are doing short-term care, some who are doing respite or emergency care. And so what we want to do is try and connect all of those families um, so that the, the long-term carers have got a respite carer to care for their child and um, and help them along the journey. So our role in that while we were waiting for our adoption was to... Um, was to step into respite and emergency care and, and just help others along the journey, which we really encourage people to do, we sort of figure if you can get a respite carer to help every long-term carer, it makes the journey manageable and uh, and sustainable. So um, that's really our story. And um, so we've got two bio kids and then we have other kids just randomly coming through our home um, while we run the organisation as well. Now, obviously, very, very rewarding for, for you and your husband, but I guess that, that reward pales in significance to what benefit the help that those kids are getting. Yeah, well, they are getting help. Um, ideally, my heart is for the biological families to get help. And um, so we want to see kids thrive, absolutely. We want to see them come out the other side of the system as well-adjusted uh, and as with as many opportunities and, and um, possibilities as they can. 
But ultimately, we want to see parents with their kids. We want to see parents get reunified, get healthy, get well um, in any way that we can. Obviously, that's not going to happen a lot of the time. But in any situation where there is a parent who wants to get their kids back and is prepared to do the work for it, we want to see people walking alongside them and making that possible and saying, hey, we're not going to judge you. We're just going to walk with you, advocate for you, help you in any way we can so that you can have a healthy family future. And, um, man, if we could see that and have kids reunified with their own biological parents, that would just be the best thing ever. We've seen we've seen a number of those, not as, not as many as I'd like, but that's that really is my heart um, because, you know, I sort of figure if I was served up the kind of background and opportunities that some of these parents have been, I might find myself in that situation too and I would want someone to help me. So um, ultimately we just want to see healthy whole families um, of kids thriving with, with their biological parents in any way we can and if not, with someone else. If people do want to become foster carers or want more information, where can they go? Uh, so, well, they can um, go to just a do a Google search and find a government website which will send them to their local agency. Uh, we can also help them with that. Um, so ARC runs, uh, we've got a website called arcaustralia.org and people can come and connect with us and send us a message via there. We run information sessions online. Um, so it's a no obligation information session that kind of keeps, um, it, it means that you don't have to step into an agency and say, hey, I'm putting my hand up. You're just there asking the questions that you want to ask before you actually step into it. And a lot of people have a lot of questions that they want to ask before they make a decision. Um, so you can certainly do that through ARC's website. Um, and then what we will do is connect you with a local agency if you want to further you know, step in and, and start the accreditation process. Uh, so we're not an agency ourselves, but we will direct you to an agency who will um, help you go through the training process and accreditation process to become a carer. So website again, arcaustralia.org? That's right. That's uh, obviously a great resource there for any information about the, the general issue of foster care, but obviously about ARC Australia as well. Uh, and, of course, you can listen to Faith and Fostering on uh, Life FM Thursday nights from uh, 7.30. It's certainly, I've already heard a couple of episodes already. It's a, it's a fascinating, fascinating discussion and the, the topics you discussed as well as the, the guest on board. It's great listening, even if you're not in foster caring, but uh, just interested in hearing the heart of people who want to help. Yeah. And if you know people who are in care um, and you're not, just it'll give you resources for how to help them and walk alongside them and understand what they're going through. Heather Packett from uh, ARC Australia. It's been a pleasure to meet you and have you in the studio today and uh, thanks for coming in on Life of in Gippsland. Thank you. Appreciate being here. That's Heather Packett from ARC Australia, which produces Faith and Fostering, which you can hear here on Life FM from 7.30pm Thursday night. You're listening to Gippsland Perspective on 103.9 Life FM Gippsland.